The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. So, Andrew, I got to ask you, I got to ask you, my friend, are you the type of person when it comes to eating breakfast cereals, do you put in the milk first, then the cereal, or is it cereal first, then milk? I got to ask that. I got to know the kind of person I'm talking to today. I got to know who you are. Are you a monster who does milk first, then cereal, or are you a normal human being and you do cereal, then milk? I do... Uh, cereal then milk I have done milk then cereal once before but let me explain the circumstance okay I I, I, it was one of those days where I just wanted the kids were nuts or actually my son was nuts and I was like listen I will make cereal using chocolate milk if you just settle down which was kind of (laughs) just stupid but (laughs) but in order to make the chocolate milk because i didn't have chocolate milk i had to put in the cereal first and then mix it or put in the milk first then mix in everything and then put in the cereal and i felt super dirty afterwards my daughter yelled at me and still have not (laughs) it's weird i do not like it but it's always cereal, then milk. Okay. I just want to confirm because there are some people who do it the other way around. And it's very, oh, it's very peculiar. I could see why in some cases, like there's some cereals that if you, they sit in milk too long, they get really, really soggy. See, but I like the soggy I don't know. cereal. I like the soggy. It, dep- I- it depends. Like Cap and Crunch, Cap and Crunch, like that. you need a little sog on that. It, that cuts your mouth up. Like Oh, yeah. It's like it's like a paper cut. You get paper cuts all over the inside of your mouth. It's horrible. It's awful. Uh, it, so it, dep- it depends on the cereal, though. It depends on the My, cereal. Uh, people laugh at me because I say I don't like cereal that floats. And they're like, all cereal floats. And I'm like, no, there's certain <laughs> cereals that just don't float because I want – I want more cereal, so I dump a whole bunch of cereal into a bowl, and then you put the milk in it, and it starts lifting up, and you're like, no, I don't want that. Yeah, I feel you on that. It starts overflowing. My my cereal bowls are always really huge, and it just yes. overflows. But we're, there's a couple cereals on on, uh, on our list, well, at least my list today, that, that definitely do that to me. But welcome, everybody, to another week of Eat Sleep List, the show about making lists. That's it. It's simple. It's like uh, it's like Seinfeld. There's really nothing to it. It's just <laughs> me and some good people making a list. And today I have a very good friend with me, uh, one of the best people that I've never met officially <laughs> in person, face to face. But he's a very good friend. Very. Uh, I can depend on him. And that's the most important thing. Uh, but everybody, please welcome to the show. One of my co-hosts on the two point conversation. He's also a host of his own podcast. Let's talk but not politics, okay? Or is it no politics? I'm sorry. But no politics, okay. No politics. I should know that. I upload your episode every week. No politics, <laughs> okay. Uh, I apologize for that. But everybody, welcome to the show. My good friend, Andrew Lenz. Andrew, how are you doing today? I am doing good. It's, uh, I'm doing good. It's a different different day. I just got done playing a game. Uh, got Bioshock finally after 13 years, but... <laughs> oh, nice! You enjoying it? You enjoying it? 
Yes. I started playing Uncharted and Uncharted kind of got repetitive. And then I played Bioshock and I was like, how come I've never played this before? <laughs> it's I I like it. I first person shooters, though, they always really mess with my head. They really mess. I get bad headaches playing first person shooters. So oh. um, but no, it's and f- welcome to the party, though. Welcome to the party. Finally <laughs> getting that game. Uh, but before we get going today, uh, before we get going and making our lists, and if you clicked on this episode, you know that today's topic is we're going to talk about our top 10 breakfast cereals. Uh, Andrew, I want to know uh, five things, your top five things that define you as a person. And uh, I don't know if you were going to include it, but you can include podcasting because I know it's been an important part of your life. So no podcasting, yeah. but uh, five things that that really define you as a person people things that you want people to know about you when they meet you um i know i put you on the spot there's no notes there's no show notes for this there's There's no no nfl history show notes for this (laughs) Uh, no bullet points can't go youtube in this one um we're live pal yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness uh I think you said one. It sounds almost kind of like a dog, but I'm dependable and loyal, I would have to say. Uh, Podcasting. Order, but I'm just going to name five. Podcasting has been huge, huge for mental health, other than up to this point when I got thrown on the spot. Uh, (laughs) um, My kids always always with the kids um, doing something. It's been weird with the whole COVID thing that I've actually had time where I haven't gone mad. I can't do this. Uh, <laughs> you got to take my kid to a practice or karate or somewhere. Yeah. So what do we got three. Uh, yep. Uh, what else we got? I think I add humor. Add any humor. I think you're a funny dude. I think you're a funny dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> Nobody in this house does. Every once in a while. <laughs> um, and, oh, five. Uh, very inquisitive. If I get into something, as you know through NFL history, when I get into things, I want to know almost who did it first, who came before somebody, how did it happen, and things like that. So very much whether it comes to history, sports, or anything like that, pop culture, I need to know how it came to be and everything else. I once looked up the history of Otter Pops. That's how crazy I could get. (laughs) I can relate to that. I can relate to it. It's fun. I, I looked up the origin of the toilet seat one night. I was up late. I couldn't go to sleep. I was like, who invented the toilet seat? Like, it's genius. <laughs> it's so simple, but genius. <laughs> uh, you know, I, yeah. But those are the type of things that I look up, like appliances and stuff. I'm very strange. Uh, but very cool. So those are five things that uh, five things that you want people to know about you. Yeah. Very good. But now we're getting to the main course. Now we're getting to the main course, everybody. Okay. Myself and Andrew about to embark on a journey. All right. I'm going to turn on my little fake royalty-free, copyright-free music radio. I'm going to tune that a little bit. And the music's playing. 
and we're going to pretend me and Andrew are on a road trip, all right? Nothing, nothing but the road, the two of us, no cell phones. Well, it'd be bad because one of us is driving. You can't do that. Yeah. Um, but we're just going to talk, and that is the whole idea behind the show. Andrew, my friend, top 10 breakfast cereals. What is your number 10? I'm going to go with Fruity Pebbles. Yeah. Fruity Pebbles? Yes. I'm not a Cocoa Pebble guy. I like them, but if you give me a choice, Fruity Pebbles all day. They smell amazing. They do. They they uh, they don't float. <laughs> <laughs> we all float down here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. It's just an awesome cereal, and it was one of those rare cereals because. I didn't get too much as a kid because everybody likes Cocoa Pebbles. I want my right. Fruity Pebbles. I remember waking up from a surgery one time and thinking to myself, all I want is a bowl of Fruity Pebbles. So, <laughs> Fruity Pebbles hand out number 10. It's, all right. very. It's on my list, too. I'll let you know when okay. it's on my list. But um, So, we will further that conversation. All right. This is one of the newest cereals that I've tried. Uh, my number 10 is Crave. Have you seen this before? Yes. Oh, that's so good. It's got the chocolate filling, yes. like, inside of it. Like, to me, a great cereal is something that you don't have to have in milk. All right? You don't have to have it in milk to enjoy it and appreciate it. Crave, you just throw it in a baggie. You can take it like uh, like little granola snacks or something. Like, treat it like that. Cra- like, my, I remember the first time Crave was in my, my parents', you know, our, our pantry. I was like, oh, my God, we've hit the big time. There's no Aldi's brand Crave, at least not at that point, all right? There's no cheapy, there's no dollar store Crave. There is just Crave, chocolate-filled breakfast cereal stuff, all right? This stuff, it kind of like Cap'n Crunch. It tears up your mouth yeah. a little bit, but the chocolatey goodness on the inside, that's what I'm after. That's what makes me happy. And it's actually, it's a very, it's a nice, smooth chocolate filling. Yeah, I've had it. It's very good. I've destroyed a bag or two. I have a family of five. I have three kids, so I I laughed when you mentioned that it was a name brand cereal and not Aldi's or. Normally, Dude, I grew up. I grew up with that too. The like, all all the like the the strangest like knockoff cereal names, like. <laughs> Pirate Booty for it's like luck the off brand like Lucky Charms and just the strangest, strangest names. But uh so yeah, Crave is my Crave is definitely my number ten. So uh Andrew, what do you got for your number nine? Number nine is a newer cereal. Um well not too new, but it's new. Is the Fiber One Honey Crunch. Very oh, nice man. delicious. Fiber One, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this mistress will get you in the end. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> the, the the fiber one part is definitely correct. Um, oh God! So that's pretty. I'm not gonna go too much farther. But if you if you eat too big of a bowl or eat too much, you're um you're going to a different bowl. We'll go that route. Okay. But it is, All it right. is delicious. Okay, I can get behind that. Uh, my number nine, my number nine. I probably should have put it a little bit higher, but uh, it is what it is. Golden Grams, 
I got Golden Grams here as my number nine. Uh, what a flavorful cereal, right? One of those cereals that you just you can't get enough of. Honey and brown sugar, just an just an orgasm in your mouth. It's wonderful. Can't get enough of it. You know, it's like uh, when you finish a bowl of it. It's the equivalent of you ever when you're eating a pudding cup and you hit the bottom and you're just trying to scrape whatever flavoring is at the bottom of the pudding cup. That's what I do after I eat a bottle of, or excuse me, a bowl of Golden Grams. Uh, I did not get the, I didn't get this all the time. It always went quick. It always went very quick in my house. I grew up with the, I was, I'm the oldest of three siblings, and it always went very, very quickly in this, in, in my house growing up. Uh, but oh, so good. So good. Can't get enough of it. This was uh, when I, this is it's stupid in hindsight, but I used to, one of my snacks used to be a cup of cereal. Like I couldn't just have a bowl of cereal. I don't know why I did this, but I would just put cereal in a cup and put it in milk and that would be like a snack for me. And Golden Grams was one of the first breakfast cereals that I did it with. because so I just couldn't get enough. And then I'd be sad that there was no more Golden Grams. So, uh, but yeah, Golden Grams is, uh, that's my number, that's my number nine. My number nine. Yeah, Golden Grams didn't even make my list there. I have something on there that's like it, but it's... Okay. Um, number eight. Yes. Uh, tried and true. Uh, I would have to say your... We're going to go football references. Your Kirk Cousins. Your just Alex Smith of cereals in Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just pa- there. Passable. Yes. Yes. It's just... It's fine at the same time, I believe. You, you, you would pick other cereals over it, but you know if it's there. It, it's it's going to do something for it. Yeah, I know. I used to get excited because I'm like, ooh, I'm eating healthy as I down, like, cups and cups of cereal, honey, honey, honey nut Cheerios. It is. It's such a vintage and classic cereal. Often replicated, never duplicated. Uh, that, I think that's the, yeah, I think that's the correct phrasing. But, no, I, that's a good one. That's a good one. And then the milk, like, the milk tastes really good after. That's that's another sign of a good cereal. If, the, if it affects the flavoring of the milk. That's what I want. Uh, and, and Honey Nut Cheerios does that a little bit. Teeny tiny bit. Yeah. Teeny bit. Not quite like my Golden Grams, but um, yeah. All right. Here's one for you. Here's one for you. My number eight. I hope you remember this one. Major League Grand Slams. Do you remember these? I, have, I do have no idea what Major League Grand Slams are. All right, I'm gonna Google it so I get the get the full definition. But there was a baseball cereal, had the coolest boxes. All right, uh, coolest boxes. They were like I you used to get like holographic cereal boxes. It's unbelievable. It was you know your typical sweetened corn cereal with with marshmallows, and but the the corn cereal had baseball textures on it. I completely forgot about these. I went through a, yes, because I went through a random phase in my life where I um collected everything, <laughs> and 
this was one of the boxes I kept. The one where, and I kept this box. I have no idea, but I kept this. Uh, so, I do know now. Okay. Yeah, I mean they were really, really cool boxes. That they said like different baseball players, like the the holographic one had like Mark McGuire on it, and uh, like that that was my dude back in the day. That's when I really, really followed baseball. But I mean, what a cool! It's so simple. It's such a simple design, but the fact that the corn the corn part the corn whatever the corn meal or whatever the heck it is the the corn pops were baseball shaped and designed. I thought it was the coolest thing. Uh, and I think once in a while, they might've had a little surprise toy in them, like a, a hat or something like that, a helmet. Uh, but, oh man, so good, so good. I felt really cool eating those because I was playing like Little League Baseball over at uh, 93, well, I'm used to be living in Niagara Falls, yeah. 93rd Street Baseball, or 91st Street Baseball Park. Uh, Cayuga, and then I would eat that before games. I'd be like, "Oh yeah, Mark McGuire eats this," but he probably didn't. He probably didn't. He just ate steroids for breakfast. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it broke my heart. But um, but yeah, Grand Slams, Major League Grand Slams, so so good. That's my number eight. Yeah, those are, I do remember those. Those were pretty good, and I understand how you feel because my favorite baseball player growing up was Jose Canseco. So. Uh, yeah. Mr. Yep. <laughs> I, I would like to imagine that if Mark McGuire did eat Major League <laughs> Major League Grand Slams, that he just just dumped a bottle of, of anabolic steroids as the milk. <laughs> like Round Zeke Elliott's eating it. <laughs> just the liquid version, the injectable version. He just yeah. like Zeke Elliott just chopping on it. Uh, that's how I. That's Watson. probably the only way that he would have. <laughs> All right. What is your number seven? What is your uh, number seven? Number seven. My favorite of all the monster cereals. Even though I've never had what is it, blueberry, Frankenberry, and the short-lived werewolf one that I can't remember what it was. Count Chocolate is the best. It's chocolate, little puffs with chocolate marshmallows. It's good. Had great. This is one of the ones too where I'm going to go with. Had great box art for a kid. You know, you see the cartoon Count you know dracula on there so it was just a cool box and a great cereal to eat and you could never go wrong with it no you're right and i actually just looked up those other ones uh so obviously frankenberry booberry fruit brute was the werewolf yes and then yummy mummy yummy mummy was the other one okay so but i i don't think i ever seen those last two i i i mean obviously frankenberry booberry and count chocula um, always really cool. I mean, how cool is it that it's a seasonal cereal? Right? It's like only on the shelves. What, like, usually around Halloween. It's usually only around the shelves Halloween time. Like, it comes up and it's like, it's smart. <laughs> it's it's kind of smart. I don't think I've ever seen always, it off, like, off season. Has it always been a seasonal cereal? Because I remember just... Maybe, I think, maybe Count Chocula wasn't, but I think Blueberry and Frankenberry were just seasonal, I think. 
I'd have to double check on that, but um, but I only like I remember working at Target and one of the guys is like, "Better get your blueberry. It's in. It's gonna go quick." He was tempting me, and uh, so I think maybe Count Chaco. I think that might be year round, but the other two, Frankenberry and Blueberry, I think those are. Uh, I think those are just seasonal. I think. Okay. I don't know, but I just. Oh no! It says it says availability is still in production seasonally. So, um, yeah. so yeah, uh, for all of them, for all for Count Chocula. So, Count Chocula is the best. It is, is the it best any... one. No, without a doubt. Yeah, that was definitely it was just a great commercial, great cereal, great box. It had it all. It had it all. It, it did. It did. Oh, I, I agree with that one. That's a good one. Uh, my number seven, you already stated. It was your number 10. I think it was your number 10. The Fruity Pebbles? Yes. Fruity Pebbles. Uh, for all the reasons, you know, I've had some interesting experiences with Fruity Pebbles. Um, that's one that I do like to get soft. All right. So you can just scoop it up. You get to scoop up more and you get this fruity goodness in your mouth really tasty i accidentally i'm not gonna lie all right one day i was really tired i woke up for school and i went to reach in the fridge to pour some milk all right pour some milk on my cereal and i accidentally i didn't realize this till after i started eating it but i accidentally poured lemonade in it all right very strange not even the same shaped like jug container in the fridge it was a little weird but not bad i would try it again i accidentally I would try it again, but uh, yeah, fruity pebbles—they're uh, when they got dry, they would—they st- were the—they were the worst things to wash out of your dishes. Delicious, but if you—if there was a couple like sitting around the bottom, absolutely worst worst ones uh, to try and get out because you have to re re-soften them. They wouldn't scrub out. The sponge couldn't do anything. Very very difficult to re- to clean off dishes with those. But uh, but for all the reasons that you loved them, yeah, fruity pebbles are my number seven. It's it's been a hot minute since I had them, but another one that just seems to go go too quick. I feel like I pour more in than I actually eat. Yes, that's just me. That's just me. I figured you ate them because of John Cena. <laughs> no, I was a big fan way before that guy came around. Way before <laughs> that guy came around. I've actually when when I was in boot camp, it's funny that you mentioned like the lemonade. When I was in boot camp. On milk with our cereal because we were going to go on a run and they didn't want us puking. So I learned to drink or learned to eat cereal with power with fruit punch Powerade, and it was oh. not that bad. Like I did like, but I stuck to the fruity cereals. Like I did Fruit Loops or Tricks. I didn't go outside those boundaries because you couldn't have you couldn't have milk. And I, it's a hard time for me to eat cereal dry, so I just dumped in some fruit punch Powerade and it came out pretty good. That's interesting. My uncle used to use, uh, he might still do this this day, but he used to use water because it, the, the the milk made it like it built like it helped with the mu- it didn't help with his mu- like mucus. It sounds really gross, but that's what yeah. the fun part of just being on a pseudo road trip is. He used to just put water on it just to get a little wet and, and 
that was how he ate a cereal. It's weird, very strange, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Um, we're on number six, right? Yep. Yes, number six. Yep. Number six is cinnamon toast crunch. You talk about a cereal that adds something to the milk. This just made it made it look weird, but it made it taste good at the same time. Another great smell to the to the cereal. Uh, great box. I, I gotta mention the boxes for the ones that you gotta because that's that's all in my, the breakfast. That's part of the draw. That's <laughs> yeah. part of the draw. I'm tripping Absolutely. over my words. <laughs> the breakfast experience. I mean. I used to keep cereal boxes because of some of the designs and some of like the uh, some of the games and stuff on the back. I used to keep cereal boxes for that reason. Cinnamon Toast Crunch always had cool like cool ones, even the knockoff brand ones. Like they used to have just cool cool box art. It's such a good cereal, such a good cereal. Yeah, yeah it's just the the cinnamon the, the way it is, and it just sounds cool. Because as a kid, I always wanted cinnamon toast, and you know, you buy like the little cinnamon shakers. I don't know if you remember them, where it's like a oh yeah, was all the time. But I know I could get cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> no, that stuff I it's so good. I used to love the little advertisements where the cinnamon toast crunch pieces were eating each other, because that's how good they were. Um, yeah, that's another one that's on my list too. So, oh, yeah, we'll definitely be talking more about that. My number six is uh, Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. You're shaking your head. Not a fan. Not a fan of Reese's Puffs. It's like what? Do, what did you like about Reese's Puffs? Uh, it doesn't. It floats for one. Yeah, that is one of the ones that just escapes my... I used to wake people up because my bowls used to be just filled to the rim. I used to pour milk on it, and then all you would hear is just falling off the counter, falling out of the bowl. Um, <laughs> yeah, just just, uh, just not a fan. I, I am. I, I got to eat it. My kids love it, but I'm not a fan. That's fair. I once... I used to get really creative, obviously, with my cupo cereals and stuff. Mm-hmm. I used to get really creative. I love cereal. And this is back when I was not so lactose intolerant. I once ate a bread pan full of Reese's Puffs <laughs> as a late night snack. I was in very good shape then. All right. I was doing wrestling. I was in very good shape. My metabolism was actually working for me. But I was like, man, I am hungry. And I just emptied a entire box of Reese's Puffs into a bread pan. And just went to town on it. I'm a big peanut butter guy. I love it. My wife hates it. Uh, such a it's it smells really good. It's a, it smells really good. I was mind blown. I was mind blown when I first seen that they were Reese Puffs. Like I thought it was the, like this. When I first seen them, I was probably six seven years old, and I thought it was it, I thought it was like some just new crazy invention because there were just some really cool commercials back in the day. Came out in 1994, so a little bit before that. But I was just like. Mind blown. Reese's Reese's candy, my fa- absolute favorite, and to see it in a cereal, oh man, you're just talking to me. Like that's that's just like subtle. It's uh, I forget the phrase for it, but they got me hooked. Their advertising got me really, really hooked. So um, they've had some cool slogans too. 
It's Reese's for breakfast. That was their first one, and they've had so many other ones since. Uh, like good slow, like good slogans and catchphrases. Those really hooked my attention. But yeah, my number six is Reese's Puffs. See, what do you got for your number five. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, before I go on, I'm a big fan of peanut butter. Um, peanut butter cereals, not so much, but like I put peanut butter in my oatmeal. Like that is good to me. So I could see where you come in with that. But my number five, and I can say that I've destroyed a whole box of this in 15 minutes by myself. And this is when my mother was paying for groceries, so she was not happy. <laughs> um, number five is cinnamon light. Uh, oh, that's a good one. I, I forgot about that one. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Cinnamon life. It's just doesn't it fl- doesn't float. Um, it's good crispy, it's good soggy. It's just an all around it's one of those cereals where it's gonna sneak up on you with its taste where you think this is gonna taste like straight cardboard, but it has one of the best tastes I ever have. I still buy it. I buy the all these versions now that I have to pay for it. But I still <laughs> destroy boxes of cinnamon life. I respect it. I haven't seen that. I haven't had it in a while. I like the way, like the texture of life. Like it, it feels good when you're chewing it. It's it's very very enjoyable. Um, so, but yeah, no, that's that's a good one. That's that's a that's a clutch one. That's that's one I probably didn't expect to hear as anybody's top. So no, I respect that. Uh. Let's see. All right, so we're at number five, correct? Yes. All right, my number five, I don't know if you remember this, uh, is from 2002. All right, there was a cool little era, cool little era where Disney was making cereals. All right, my number five cereal of all time is Buzz Blasts. I have no idea what that even is. You have to look it up. It is I'm... so good. Buzz Lightyear cereal. All right. It almost tasted like tapioca pudding in cereal form. I really, could, really good. I could see a kid being drawn in. That looks like a really fun cereal. And Disney is still making cereals because I know I had to purchase a box of some Toy Story 4 cereal right. that nobody touched and it angered me so much so I don't want to get into it too much. <laughs> um, I've never even seen this. I think... It's it's delicious. It's... Uh, there was like three cereals at this time. Kellogg and Disney partnered up. There was Honey Bees. Mm-hmm. There was a Winnie the Pooh cereal that was really good. There was Mickey's Magic's but yes, the Buzz Lightyear one was the one that lasted the longest, and we used to—I used to get it bagged, like, put, like without milk. We used to get it bagged and like, just snack on it. Uh, every when we went down to Disney, my mom had bags of of it ready to go, just to, just to snack on. And oh, it was so good, so so good. I was a big Toy Story kid growing up too, so it was easy for me to like get absorbed into it. But um, yeah, I mean, it was a cool box. If you see the pictures, obviously, the, the lettering was all was legitimately holographic. So these boxes were, like, not poorly made at all. 
and they always had some kind of activity in the back and but very very good cereal very very good cereal i i think it's been discontinued yeah i haven't seen it in a very long time you can uh, get a box for starting at what's the most expensive thing i've seen on because it shows me ebay prices and you're looking at maxed out 65 dollars I'm so tempted. <laughs> I'm so but tempted. Is it good? Can you eat it? Probably not. I bought my wife a, a box of Funko, Funko's, Funko Pop cereal. Yeah. And she didn't touch it for like two years. And when I went to go open it up so she get her Funko out, it was all like blue. It was all like blue sticky, like sticking to each other. It was really, really gross. So probably it's probably not good. I see. But bring this cereal back. Bring this cereal back. This is. I see. Oh, sorry. No, that's that's it though. But yeah, my oh. number five, Buzz Blasts. Buzz Blasts, highly recommended. There is a Lion King cereal called Chocolate Mug, Mud and Bugs, and it just looks like cocoa puffs and bug-shaped marshmallows. That I can get down with that. I can get down with that, but not the same. Uh, it's just not the same. I'm. I'm shocked that they did this because I thought by the time this came out, they would have been like, no, we can't do this anymore. No more cartoon characters on cereals or anything like that. Because, I mean, I lived in the triple threat age of cartoons and everything else. Mr. T's and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just everything. The Nintendo cereal with two different types of cereals and yeah, that's right. I forgot about those days. I forgot about those days. Right. Very Num good. Number Very good. Yeah, you're number four, my friend. Number four, they're pretty much the same thing, so I grouped them together, is okay. Wheaties slash, I'm going to throw in the slash, Fruity Flakes. Fruity Just, Flakes? Yes. Um, another you one. You said Fruity Flakes. You said Fruity oh, Flakes. Oh, fluty <laughs> flakes. Fluty. Okay. Fluty flakes. Yeah, no, they're pretty much the same thing. That's a cool one. That's a cool Wheaties is like timeless. It's a timeless one. It was really cool getting the different athletes on them. Uh, you lived here. You lived in Niagara Falls when the Summit Park Mall was open. Do you remember that yeah. Omega Sports Store? Yes, but I didn't go to that one. That was like my anti-sports store because. Oh, okay. Um, we, me and my friend before Omega pulled in, we were really good friends with the owner of the old card store that used to be in there, Prime Time. So we didn't go oh, to like the okay. Omega. We didn't go to Omega. I don't know why. Okay. But we didn't. He was an all right dude. He was an all right dude. But he used to actually sell. He used to have a giant wall display, uh, like front glass for everybody to see walking by, of tons of different Wheaties and uh, Wheaties boxes with different athletes on them. And uh, he had a couple boxes of Flutie Flakes too, but he used to sell. He used to just sell them. Like, yeah, just sell the boxes. And I thought it was the coolest little thing. Coolest little thing. Uh, I like that. Because, right, I don't know about you. I'm a comic book guy. And when I see cool, like, uh, cool displays on a cover it makes me want to buy it more and even sometimes too they have uh, like a lot of days nowadays comic books they have these alternate uh these uh, like these alternate covers there's like a like some comic stories come out there's like four or five different covers that's what Wheaties reminds me of uh a little bit but 
you know how cool would it be to eat the cereal your favorite athlete pictured on it like how yeah. cool is that i that's where that's where i started collecting them and everything else was just the Wheaties boxes so if i knew that i wanted it i had to eat the cereal um i remember having a dan marino one and just tons of athletes and the great thing about the flutie flakes was he had the candy bar do you remember the flutie flakes candy bar no i do not i do not remember the flutie flakes candy bar to me that was my first breakfast cereal bar because the one day i was going to school i was walking to school at the old lasalle senior high school i think i was like a sophomore or junior i can't remember um and i saw it and i was hungry i wanted some breakfast but i wanted cereal i was at the good old delta sonic there and i saw this and i said this is this is breakfast it says milk chocolate and flutie flakes so right there that's a cereal bar milk i've lived never knew that was a thing yeah never knew that was a thing I know recently, before the world turned to crap, that uh, they actually brought back Flutie Flakes for like a one-week or two-week period. Like, they were selling them just Wegmans. Very, I think it was earlier this year, like the top of this year, they, they started to do that. I never got to never got to grab one because I hate going to Wegmans, but uh, <laughs> I hate shopping at Wegmans sometimes. But, uh, but yeah, so no, that's a, that's a timeless one. Especially, it was big here in Buffalo, too. Like, everybody had it. Yeah. There's actually a bar slash restaurant that I go to called Mooney's, and they still have like a full box of, of Flutie Flakes. They still have a full box of them uh, on display, on display. When I was doing pro wrestling, somebody actually brought a box of Gronk Flakes to a match. Like uh, it Ooh. for we were in, we were doing a, a a lumberjack match, and somebody brought a box of Gronk Flakes to the ring. <laughs> It was it was pretty funny. Do you pretty re- funny? But uh, I know I know you remember it. But Moms before it moved to by Oogie Games when it was actually in, yeah it uh, used to be used to be by the Media Play right yeah I think right right by the Media Play yep yep uh, they had a box of Flutie Flakes uh, the TOs I don't know if you remember the TOs oh yeah 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 I do remember those for a hot minute and yep. um. This is how long ago this was, but he had a box, and I asked him about it because it was called Trent's Tricks for Trent Edwards, and he said that it wasn't a real cereal. He just some guy made a sticker or something, and he put it on the box, but it looked like a real box of cereal called Trent's Tricks. And then he also had the bottle of um, the Drew Bloodso beer, Drew's Brew or whatever I think they came out with for a little bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty neat. That's yeah. pretty neat. That's a cool. That's so cool. I love. This is how fun you can get with cereal. Uh, so much fun. <laughs> All right, number four on my end. Corn Oreo O's. Please tell me you've had Oreo O's before. I've never had Oreo. Oh wait, yes, because I've the kids have wanted them and I've had the knockoff version and I did not. I don't even think I tried them. Actually, I bought Dude, them, but did this not try them. was really good flavoring. This tasted legit like cookies and cream. All right, so so good. All right, came out '97. I think I had my first batch probably like uh, oh, probably early 2000s. But oh my god, 
there's a very intense chocolate flavor, very intense cookies and cream flavor with it. Um, I just tickled. tickled. I missed it. They actually discontinued it. It's not around anymore. Actually, the only place that sells, the only place that sells it is South Korea. That's that's pretty. Why? I didn't think they would discontinue that. I thought I just bought it. Oh, I don't know. You might have. You might have had. There might be like a new run or something that I'm overlooking. But they were discontinued here in 2007, but were available everywhere else except for the United States. Uh, but eventually, it all fizzled out. And just South Korea has them. That's that's what I'm looking up right now. So, uh, oh, so good. So so good. Heaven, just heaven, absolute heaven. <laughs> so, but, number three. Um, yeah, what do you got for number three? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cereal. It was that was before my time. I think that was before yeah. my time. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Oh no, yep, eighty eighty nine. Okay, so yeah. Um, it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I've, I'm pretty sure everybody has covered Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was just like the regular checks, but with marshmallows in it. And it just oh. all it, it just all came together so perfectly. Like not anything flavored checks, just regular corn checks with like lucky charms of marshmallows in it. And and it looks like they came out with another cereal, but I'm talking 1989 original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cereal was the best. I hate my my parents for not I, I hate my, my for not being able to experience the 80s. All right, this drives me nuts. Listeners, I was born in 1991. 80s culture is something that I absolutely love and which I would have got to live through. All right, it's and, and, and hearing stuff like that, good <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cereal, Mr. T, uh, cocaine in its purest form I, I miss the 80s all right i'm completely missing out on the 80s i'm so mad i don't actually do cocaine it's just a joke just a joke but uh <laughs> but but no that's a good one because i know they used to do like these really cool fruit pies as well back in the day for yes. tmnt um i i seen a couple advertisements i'm like oh my god i would eat a stale one right now right oh, now get me those, one those were so good grossed out your parents you bite into it out of it there's been times where my lunch was an ecto cooler and a nice tmnt nice tmnt i'm swearing to myself i'm swearing to myself right now just twisting twisting the dagger twisting the dagger through my heart this is just i know killing me killing me uh excellent choice I, I like that one uh three for me is cinnamon toast crunch i already mentioned pretty much for the same yep. reasoning good cinnamon flavor i used to love it when the cinnamon used to sit on the bottom of the bowl sometimes it would do that i get a little little i just lick it right off the bottom of the bowl um i i used to i also the they had, a, they had the french toast crunch they also had the uh they had like a blue they had a blueberry one blueberry toast crunch i think Oh, I never it was very, very short-lived. Very, very short-lived, but the cinnamon one is just, it's just timeless. I feel like I've eaten it in all sorts of different ways, but um, yeah, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, that's my number three. What you got for your number two? Uh, number two, 
Um, I never had the original variation of it. I know there is, but this is uh, it's s'more cereal. I know there's original one. I've only had it from like the big bags that you buy at Walmart. And right. It was one of those things. The kids kind of flew into the shopping cart, and I was like, "What is this?" I poured it into a bowl, and it's golden, pretty much golden grams, cocoa puffs, and marshmallows, and it all mixes together in that bowl. So so nice, and it tastes <laughs> so amazingly good. <laughs> I almost put that on. That was an honorable mention because I did. I think I did have like a later version of it, but I do remember for a short. I, I feel like I've had. I feel like every cereal, just about every cereal, has passed through our house at some point, um, or another. But no, that's uh, that, that's one that almost made it. I feel like I've had a box or two of that. That's s'mores favorite. Is the flavor is just delicious, anyways, as it is. Um. Mm, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> I haven't eaten anything today. Uh, number two for me is, uh, I don't know why this got discontinued. Waffle Crisp. They were legit waffle pieces. They were legit waffle pieces. And I don't understand why they got discontinued. They hurt they to eat, but they were. Cereal. I think I think they did something like that. Uh, yeah, Waffle Crisp cereal. It was discontinued, I think, in 2013. But it had like maple syrup. It had legit like maple syrup pieces. All right, it was it was legit shaped like waffles. And oh, it's heartbreaking. I miss it. Yeah, it was discontinued in 2013. They they but they offered a lowered price version called Waffle Crunch. Uh, but it got discon that got discontinued in 2018. But it's just that was that was really good. Like honeycomb and, and like I said, it was kind of like it all reminded me of that. But waffle crisp had the best flavor to it. Best flavor. Uh, yeah. Uh, number one is. Um, I would have to say the forbidden cereal from growing up. Uh, it was me and my brother. We are both. We were both very, very large. Or not. I'm not going to say very, very large. But we were boys, and we ate a lot. Uh, my mother was a single mother, so you know, money, and you know, it had to be a big box of cereal. But this one was not a big box of cereal. Had an awesome commercial. And that is Honey Nut Clusters. It was so good, but it was like, I don't know. She could have been lying. <laughs> tiny box. And it was like $5. And she kept going, hey, it's too expensive. You guys are going to go through that in a day. And we're like, no, we won't. Oh, I remember this. I remember yeah. this. And they had the cool commercial with the squirrel, and he wanted the nut. And he couldn't get it, so the guy kept on trying to knock, you know, get him out of there or whatever. But Honey Nut Clusters is like the greatest, most forbidden cereal in my mind. I remember grocery shopping where I actually had to pay with things with my first, with like my own money. I threw <laughs> like three boxes of Honey Nut Clusters in the cart. And I said, I can get them now. And I don't have to worry about anybody. But it was like the forbidden, you know, 
cereal where you better it was gonna go and you better get to it and it was a <laughs> rare go into the kitchen and you would see the honey nut clusters in there yeah so because not- that was a good one too another one like it, the clusters actually sat like that would be one of the things we were trying to clean out your bowl clean out your bowl and mm-hmm. the clusters would just be there they're like the, the french fries you find at the bottom of your bag sometimes yeah. uh they oh yeah those are so, those were really really good hurt to eat a little dry but they were still tasty but they're a little wet a little juice it was really really good so no that's awesome that is awesome that's a good that's a good one i did not expect that one either uh you probably know what my number one oh i know this one i know (laughs) that's how well we know each other all right so listeners i'm a good fan Uh, i'm a big fan of of being regular also i like raisins i like two scoops of raisins (laughs) (laughs) gee i wonder what he's talking about uh, oh, it must be kicks. Uh, no, <laughs> no uh, raisin bran is my number one. It's the weirdest thing. I, uh, uh, it's just the perfect blend of bran flakes and raisins. I don't know why. Like, I can't eat raisins plain, but when they're milk, they're wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, they're so good. They're so good. I don't know. It just brings out extra flavor. To them, and then sometimes you get the the honey, the the or excuse me, the raisin bran. Like oh, they throw in almonds. Mmm. I legit get mad. I legit get angry when I'm traveling, and if I'm at a continental breakfast and there is no raisin bran, I get so so mad. You have no idea. You have no idea. I mean, frosted flakes and Fruit Loops are cool and all, but I want I want to be regular. I want some raisin bran. But that's my number one. Two scoops of raisins. I was, uh, the first time I was in Sam's Club, it was about two years ago when I first moved into my apartment. I went to Sam's Club and I was like, I looked down the cereal aisle and they had pallets full of raisin bran. I'm like, this place is magical. This is a wonderful establishment. Why didn't anybody tell me that they sell pallets of raisin bran? But... I still haven't bought one yet, but I got to give a shout out. My wife's friends, Leslie and Ashley, got to give a shout out. They bought me a two-pack family pack of Raisin Bran for my birthday. And you know what? Yeah, I respect that. All right. Shiny toys and, and fancy stuff is cool and all, but the gift of being regular, it just it's the most important gift of all. So I thank them for that. And I that is my number one. We got through it. We got through it. Did you, got through you it. Me- top ten cereals. You mentioned yes. Did you ever hear uh Donald Glover any of his stand up? I I'm not too familiar with his stand up, no. Okay. Um he had us a stand up and he talked about it as a kid and I wanted to bring this up. Because it's funny what he says about kicks. He said when he was growing up, they couldn't have any sugary cereals. Okay? He said all they could have was kicks. And he referred to kicks as the hand job of cereals. Because it's good, <laughs> but you know what I really want. <laughs> okay? And I love me some Donald Glover. I'm going to have to look that one up. 
I'm gonna have to look that one up. Yes, it's where he talks about cereals and his mother wouldn't give him Cocoa Puffs. And he was like, kicks are good, but you know. And he said that, and I was like, that is absolutely amazing. And another. That's a fair description. Yes. That's a fair description. And another fun cereal fun fact is Canada's cereal is different than our cereal. Is it? Yes. At one point, my mother would go over to Canada to go grocery shopping. Okay? I don't know. I think this is like what all Niagara Falls moms have done at least one point in their life or something of that I nature. I always thought it was the other way around. I thought they all came here. I never, no. I never heard of that one before. Yeah, she... Probably when our, they, do, our dollar was better than them. Yeah. Yeah. And she bought... What did she buy? Honeycombs and Fruity Pebbles. I got my Fruity Pebbles. And I opened up the bag... Of, yeah, because they only come in bags, I believe, if I remember this correctly. Only bags. <laughs> Unless she lied to me, which she's known to do if you've ever listened to my <laughs> section of the podcast, my podcast. And I open it up, and, it, and it's puffed. It's not that little flat pebble. It's like puffed. I'm like, what is Fruity this? rocks? Yeah, but it's like... Uh, it's like a like a corn meal almost, like just puffed. Same thing with the honeycombs, just puffed. It was it, uh, yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to bring that up in this because since we're talking about cereals, not all cereals were created the same throughout every country. That makes me curious. Now, if I ever go traveling, I would want I would want to try different like cereals. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's some very weird cereal likings, like you know, internationally. Uh, but that's that sucks. That's weird. I'd be so disappointed if I went to Canada. My fruity pebbles were puffs. Yeah, it was not. I'm good at that. It was not. <laughs> it was not good at all. No, no, no. Thank you on that. A, but a, <laughs> do you do you have a favorite cereal commercial? That's very abrupt, too. Sorry for taking over me a bit here. No, it's cool. Uh, man, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I'm sure the the 80s one. I, I did watch some of the 80s, like Nintendo ones. And those were pretty fun. Those were actually really, really fun. The Don, where do they have like Donkey Kong and, and yep. Legend of Zelda? I think uh, those were fun commercials. I can't. I mean, some of the Reese's Puffs ones were fun, but uh, nothing really stands out to me. No, uh, off the top of my head. Maybe I'm overlooking it. Okay, because they've changed mascots. Like, uh, the Sugar Crisp, not one of my favorite cereals, but always had a cool commercial with Sugar Bear. Okay. And you do the little, can't get enough of that Sugar Crisp at the end, and he always, like, foil <laughs> somebody. Lucky Charms. I do remember that a little like bit. That. Those were kind of boring. My one that always sticks out in my head is seen Andre the Giant do honeycombs and he's got his big wooden spoon and he's digging into the bowl and he's eating the honeycombs because it's got a big big taste and he's sitting there dancing with the kids (laughs) (laughs) that's another one I forgot I completely forgot about that one yeah I slipped my mind completely slipped my mind but very good Andrew 
thank you so much for dude for joining me on this this uh this little adventure through through serial serial uh, little serial list uh that's what we want to do here uh just just do different stuff that we don't normally get to talk about so like i feel like i get i got to know you a little bit better uh today doing this list so i thank you for that and you know to the listeners i hope you're making a list along with us make sure you find us on facebook eat sleep list we ask. We have a top five every day, literally every day, Monday through Friday. And then with our episodes, we do a top ten. So you can kind of play along with us. And uh, we want to hear what you have, you know, what your top ten is. So this week will be. We want to hear what your top ten breakfast cereals are. Let's hear it. Tell us about it. All right. We want to hear it. So um, so please, please, please let me know. Uh, but that does it. That does it, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Andrew and I. Once again, Andrew, thank you so much. And uh-huh. in closing. In closing, do you even list? Come on, get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys, here's the situation. Two minutes left, zero timeouts, down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right, we could do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick. Did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify? So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready, set. Mother f- Delay of game. Offense.